All righty. Good morning. Here it is at, uh, I've just moved my uh, place. It is 931. A beautiful, uh, nice Tuesday morning. And if it's Tuesday, that means it's Hardell Health Talk. So uh, Megan's in this morning. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. Are you well? I am doing good. Thank you. How about you? Latoya's there. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good. Right. Well, over at uh, Arnold Health System, y'all have some big news that uh, you told us about yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, just announced that John Green, who has been one of our vice presidents for a number of years and has been with the health system for over 17 years. Yeah has just been promoted to chief operating officer. So that is a new position within Iredell Health System. And uh, it is a transitional role because because along with the announcement of his promotion, we mm. announced that Ed Rush, our current CEO, will be retiring in spring of 2019. So he's got over a year to go. Okay. And so, but at that time when he retires, John Green will become the next CEO. How about that? Yeah. And I, I, uh, and I was looking, he's only like the, uh, what, the fifth person to hold that position. He will be the fifth in the history since the hospital and the health system were created. And so, of course, it started as Iredell Memorial in 1954. So right. that really says something. And it's a lot. Know, and over 60 years and only the fifth CEO. And I'm curious if he's the youngest. You know, I don't know about that. I'd have to look into that. Look back at some of the uh, pictures. And (laughs) of course, everybody looked old back in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was all black and white. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, anyway, congratulations. I know uh, he's excited. I know you guys are excited. Yeah, yeah, we are excited. You know, he has been, John has, it's interesting. I was talking to him the other day and, you know, he came to the Statesville area in 2000. Mm-hmm. After he um, he was in Pittsburgh in that area, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, really? and he they were looking to. He was at a large academic medical center, wanted to get away from that and try a community hospital. And he said he remembers Mr. Nunnery, which yes. many people are familiar with, saying, "Oh yeah, you'll probably be here two to three years." And here he is, you know, <laughs> seventeen, 17 years, years later, and about to become the next CEO. How so, about that? That's but very he's cool. very Statesville. Lots of people in Statesville know him. Oh yeah. He's, very entrenched in the community. He's been the chairman of the board for the Statesville Chamber mm-hmm. and served in lots of other capacities. So. Yeah, that's cool. It's great. It's great news. That's it. Well, who did you bring with you today? Well, we have a physician assistant with us today, Victoria Hudgens, Tori. Everybody knows us, Tori, and she <laughs> is here to talk to us about heart health. Uh, she works with our um, cardio- cardiologist and has a lot to share on this topic. So physician's assistant, that's just about a doctor. Not Oh. <laughs> We're trained very much in the same manner as physicians are. We follow the same model through schooling, um, but it is a master's degree program yeah. after you have achieved a four-year bachelor of science. Very cool. So uh, you're a, a, a PA to several doctors? That's correct. Oh. Um, How does that work? <laughs> I work, um, I am only hospital-based, so I do not ah. see any patients in the clinic. Mm-hmm. I just take care of those inpatient. Um, I also kind of help facilitate patients that are coming in for procedures that may stay overnight. Um, and so I work with a group of Iredell cardiologists, uh, Dr. DeBardinas, um, and I also work with several of Piedmont Healthcare's cardiologists, mm-hmm. Dr. Georgeson, Dr. Zachariah, and Dr. DeWeese. Very cool. So, um, like you just said, your role is in the hospital. Um, so, uh, 
I was going to be sneaky here and say, which doctor's the best? <laughs> no, 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 we won't do that. They are all great for different reasons. That's exactly right. So, um, uh, how long have you been uh, a PA first? Okay, I've been a PA six years, and I've been oh. here with Iredell right out a year. Oh, okay. Came from? I came from hematology oncology. Um, so. Very different role, but... Uh, still blood-related. Still blood-related. <laughs> um, and gave me a good background. Um, a lot of compassion, a lot of education, um, putting what the doctors say into English so the patients can understand yes. what's going on. Yes, thank so, you. A lot of practice in that area. Um, and a lot of good, basic, um, just good internal medicine. You know, that's the cool thing that uh, I'm glad Iredell uh, Health System uh, has somebody like you because the doctor can just whoosh, whoosh, and, you know, that's about all because they can't. They, they just can't take too long. But you're there, like you said, to put it into English because yes. they'll come in with all these terms and things, and you're just like, I wish I knew what he said. But he had a smile. I guess I'm doing okay. <laughs> so, you know. Uh, so... Um, here at, at Iredell, I guess, or in Iredell County or our area, what's what's the heart problems that we have? Is it because of uh, uh, smoking? Is it because of we eat too much? Is it because what so do you our, think? Well, or what do you see the most? We certainly, our area of the county, you know, and the CDC has a great map looking at incidents of heart disease mm-hmm. in the country and the south is very high so here we are mm-hmm. um fried, <laughs> fried, yeah fried chicken fried fish fried fried you got it and you know we're a farming community here there's mm-hmm. a lot of ag we still have a lot of people growing tobacco and if they're gonna grow it then they're gonna chew it they're gonna smoke it um, it's just part of the, the culture. Um, they don't eat great. They don't exercise. Um, so it's the, the South is guilty. and We're primed yes. and yeah. ready to go. And we were talking before we got here about, you know, what heart disease really is, because that term, we throw it around a lot, especially during February. Mm-hmm. But we're saying that it encompasses a lot of different. Not just heart attacks. Yeah. It is, oh, I, you know, I didn't think about that. You're exactly. Right. It, it is not just people um, having heart attacks. It encompasses much more than that. Um, it does have to do with heart failure. Um, can do with valvular disease within the heart. Um, can also have to do encompass arrhythmias when your heart is out of rhythm. Um, can also encompass um, congenital defects that you may have been born with. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I, uh, I've heard of a lot of. Well, but my wife has a, a mitral valve by uh, a thing, heart murmur. It's what they used to call it, but it's... It's still a murmur. Mitral valve prolapse. Okay. Or prolapse mitral valve, whatever the thing is. But apparently that's semi-common uh, around. It is, uh, especially in women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, and I guess it can be controlled by medication because that's what... She's never had an operation or anything. Um, it certainly is medication and a lot of watchful... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, observation um frequent echoes making sure she doesn't have symptoms and that it's not infecting her quality of life or her activities um and then 
mm-hmm. some patients wind up with a valve replacement, and some patients do just fine when we leave them be. Well, that was something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that like women are more prone to, I guess, certain types of heart problems. Or I know, like, what last Friday we had Go Red Day, so you saw everybody wearing the red for women's heart right. awareness. Right. Um, and it's not necessarily that. Are there different heart problems for women? Or we know there are different symptoms of heart attack. So what is what are some things women need to be thinking about? You know, as far as heart disease go. Um. It's a big question. It is a big question. It is a big question. Mm -hmm. Um, Women are... One thing that that women think about with heart disease is that it's usually a man's problem. Yeah. It is not a man... Well, it is a man's problem. But it's not just a man's problem. Right. Um, Heart disease kills... Mm -hmm. Is the number one leading cause of death in women. And you look at that... Wow. You look at that across, if you break it up into ethnic groups, mm-hmm. so leading cause of death in African-American women, white women, Hispanic women. Um, you get into the Native American population, um, and heart disease does fall to number two behind cancer in that group. But you look at the demographics in our area, it's the leading cause. That's just kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of, are you worried? Perhaps you should be. <laughs> well, it's a good thing to just be aware of. I think that's what you know, because there, there are things in a lot of cases you can do to prevent heart disease. Not, some of it, some of you do have some genetic things, we know, right, but right. we know all the things we talk about, the exercise not well, smoking yeah and, and, I, and i was just looking up so go red for org has a lot of really great information that mm-hmm. talks about women specifically and has some statistics and they mention on there that um 80 of heart disease and stroke events may be prevented by lifestyle changes and education uh-huh. so i think sometimes we hear some of these statistics like one in three women or you know what is it? yeah one in three women's deaths each year are caused by cardiovascular, so heart diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think we think sometimes we lose hope. You know, we think, sure. oh, we should be worried, but you know, I we don't take our health seriously, says the person who just grabbed a fudge round and put it in our purse to eat later. But you know, but the point is, is that you know we should be taking our health seriously, mm-hmm. and I mean that's really part of the point of this whole show that we do is to try to educate people and help them understand that put the power in their hands because I'm sure that Tori sees this all the time. When um, just looking at the patients that that I saw yesterday, you know, without specifics, um, there was this uh, group of of women. They Mm -hmm. were in their mid sixties, which Mm -hmm. is not old because my, that's my, that's my parents age. That's getting younger and younger. Um, Mid sixties. These women are um, all of them were very, very obese they had diabetes. They'd all had stents in their heart. Um, some of them had had a heart attack. They all had weak hearts. Um, one of them was 66 and was so debilitated she couldn't get around with, without a walker. Another one lived in a recliner because and used a potty chair because she couldn't get any further than that. She's not able to get up and around. And these are young women, and you look at them and go... Golly, you know, if if you exercised more, if you had, you know, did not have all of this weight, just think how much better your quality of life would be. Mm-hmm. And it's not always about quantity, but it's quality. Mm-hmm. And to be mid sixties and that this is your quality of life, and yeah. that really is in your hands. Yeah. So, uh, 
this sounds defeatist, but is it ever too late to start exercising or eating right and all that? No, it is never too late. Um, and one of the good things that we do have, you know, because we need resources. Mm-hmm. Because when you're when you're to that point, where do you even start? Um, and one of the good things that, that certainly with my being in the hospital, we get a lot of our patients when they go home, we get them hooked up with Iredale Cardiac Rehab. Ah, and so they do a phenomenal job. Um, they not only tailor an exercise program to them. That's right. Do you have arthritis in your knees? Do you have back problems? You know, what do we need to do to get you moving, mm-hmm. to get you get your heart rate up, get you better exercise tolerant? But they also will help you quit smoking. Yeah. We'll give you diet education. Mm-hmm. How do I eat heart healthy? Give mm-hmm. me some recipes. You know, how do I go about doing this? And they provide all of that um, and keep them, get them moving. The, mm-hmm. And I try to warn the patients, the first two weeks are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. You're going to say ugly things about me. You're not going <laughs> to like it. But then that third week, you're going to see, golly, I can't do this better. Right? I am getting better. I am getting stronger. And, and they go and they do. And I really think it improves quality of life. And we've seen a lot of people, you know, we've brought Lisa Warren on before, and she's yes. the manager of our the cardiopulmonary rehabs, which includes cardiac rehab. And, you know, she's talked about, and, and I know LaToya has interviewed some patients before in that area. And This is Cardiac Rehab and, Awareness Week. Yeah, and it's Cardiac Rehab Awareness Week. Oh. You know, and so, Isn't that perfect? Shout out, perfect timing. Uh-huh. And so, you know, that program is amazing, and it um, that the staff does a, fan, a phenomenal job. They're just fantastic. But... We do hear people say, yeah, those first few weeks are hard, but the people there, they love it so much that they, after like they go through like whatever stent that their insurance pays for, they will continue to pay out of pocket to continue to use the program. I mean, it's not, you know, horribly expensive to my knowledge, but nonetheless, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. really affordable. And they, uh, my point though is, is that they recognize how much it's changing their life and they enjoy it. You know, it's not like, oh, I got to go to the gym. Right. I got to yeah. go do this right. or whatever it is. You know, they really, um, that group down there is really, it's a very much a family atmosphere. And they are really pulling for you. Mm-hmm. They are really like, come on, I know it's hard. So anyway, just a It's a great point that like heart it. disease is not the end of the story. You know, if you were able to get treatment in time and you were able to make some changes, you can still have a, a good quality of life. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the one of the best things that uh, any patient can do after a heart attack is get moving, Mm. get moving, do exercise, get your heart rate up. And you look at the survival data behind that. And it's, that's, that's one of the best things you can do. You know, we, we like our drugs and our cholesterol medicine and stuff, but (laughs) the other important piece of that pie is to get moving. Yeah. So does it matter how much you're moving Tori or can, is it just, Hey, if you just decide, you know, maybe, you just decide you're going to take the stairs one day instead of the elevator or you're going to walk to the mailbox instead of driving to it or you know what i mean like <laughs> sure any of that moving can be different for every person so it's probably circumstantial right exactly um you know you're looking at your overall shape and condition to start with anything that's going to get your heart rate up so if you've not done much Walking to the mailbox may get your heart rate up. Mm-hmm. If you're a conditioned marathon runner, you're probably going to have to do a little bit more. Yeah. yeah <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they always talk about getting your heart rate up mm-hmm. whenever you're exercising. I guess that's uh, burning calories or I don't know what, it, what it's doing. Well, y- your heart's a muscle. Yes. 
It's a muscle. Yeah, and, you're right. And so you, you've got to exercise it. Um, so you get your heart rate up. Um, and you maintain it up, you know, for, for a period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that depends on your overall fitness level um, as to what your goals are. And that is one good thing with, you know, cardiac rehab is they help identify your baseline fitness and modify and achieve goals. And you usually have to have somebody to, uh, what's a good word, motivate you. To uh, keep going. An accountability partner. <laughs> yes. Great. I was going to say prod you. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's important, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so the usually, you know, most of our patients are a, a little bit older, but not always. Mm-hmm. And you, so usually it's a husband and wife duo. Um, so we encourage them to, you know, quit smoking together. Mm-hmm. Um, jump on a heart-healthy diet. Um, and the one added benefit is you know most of our patients also have diabetes and you follow a diabetic diet that's pretty pretty much a heart healthy diet right and you're gonna lose weight yes (laughs) you know you you will lose weight which Mm -hmm. is going to make it easier to move easier to do and help motivate and keep you motivated because you're going to see those results so and and that goes into a little bit more you said husband and wife Mm -hmm. i guess family has a big part of that your whole family uh, needs to be in on this with you definitely definitely you know we sometimes see one person in the house who is maybe our patient who's ready to okay i've had my wake-up call i've been Mm -hmm. in the hospital i'm ready to make some changes but then you have the spouse or the family that go well golly i'm still living on my fried chicken i'm not quitting smoking you know and and you just know their chance of success are very low yeah unfortunately yeah so I guess, uh, well, you have education for the patient, but I guess education for the family as well. Mm-hmm. See, listen, uh, do you ever get to that point where you just want to, like, smack somebody? <laughs> you can always tell them Billy to ask those questions. <laughs> smack somebody yeah. in the back of the head, like, bam, get uh, with it. <laughs> I bet I'm, you sure, have. I'm sure. I'm sure. Look, look at her face. Yes, you have. Well, I think. I think. And, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna put words in the mouths of our providers here. But yeah. I think that. Um, you know, it's natural to be frustrated when you are really people who are in healthcare are trying to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, I sat in. Um, uh, we had a new hire orientation yesterday, and there are like seven or eight employees in there, and. Somebody, the presenter before me said, why are you, why did you get into healthcare? And every single one of them said, I want to help people. I care about people. Mm. So certainly if you're a PA, if you're a um, physician, whatever you are, you know, in healthcare, you want to help people. So it's frustrating when people don't listen. Right. You know, and when you're telling somebody, if you don't do ABC, you're going to have another heart attack Mm. or you're going to cut 10 years off your life or whatever. I'm sure it's terribly frustrating, you know, but but one, one thing I wanted to mention was, you know, we're talking about people losing weight and that sort of thing, but heart disease does affect people who on the outside appear to be healthy. Cause I know I've known people, I actually knew a, a gentleman once who passed away probably almost eight or nine years ago. And he, right after he'd come in from his daily jog, yeah. you know, he was a runner and he hiked and everything seemed okay on the surface, but obviously it wasn't. That is correct. There is, you know, the, the the classic heart disease are our older patients that, you know, it's years of wear and tear on the body and they have heart disease. Uh, but then there's the other group 
that are active don't have diabetes, but golly, their family history is strong. They got bad genetics. And unfortunately, yeah. we, we can't change our genetics. Um, so so we, what do those people do? What do you know, so we know... You know, you should eat healthy. I mean, they follow the same sort of plans, right? Eating healthy and exercising, being active, but probably also maybe like annual checkups with their doctors and those sorts of things. Yep. Even more than annual. Yes. they are followed closely by cardiologists. They get frequent stress tests, um, make sure that they have good education on signs and symptoms. Are you more short of breath? Do you have decreased activity tolerance? Do you have any chest pain, neck pain, jaw pain? Um, you know, anything, do you have, are you, do you all of a sudden have swelling in your legs that you haven't had before? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if you have any of this, then that gets a phone call to your cardiologist or, for evaluation Um, everybody talks about those signs you know if your mm -hmm. left arm starts painting uh and and like you said the sweating and and all these things like that right uh it scares you and uh my brother did that and drove to the hospital as he was doing that no 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 yeah Yeah. (laughs) don't do that yeah uh but he he got there fine it was it it was at idol and they they i mean they were like Johnny oh, on yeah. the spot. We take and, it seriously, <clears throat> and uh, got him back there and everything. And they all the wires were hooked up and everything, and he was everything was looking pretty good. And uh, the the emergency doctor at the time was like, "Well, he seems to be doing okay. We don't see anything." And just about that time, he was going like, "Oh my arm!" And then bells and whistles went off everywhere. And right. they, and I mean, it was just uh, crazy yeah. how they got on and him. He's real okay quick. now. Oh yeah, he okay, had a. Good. Uh, this has been quite a while back, so they zoomed him off to uh, uh, Winston, and he got a couple of stents put in and all that. But but you don't have to do that now. No, which we is do a cool stents thing. In our cath lab. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we actually have two interventional cardiologists on staff now. Is that what you call the, the yes the okay. stent man the stent the man, stent man. Mm-hmm. yes. Uh, there's all sorts of of. Uh, I'd call it heavy surgeries and and procedures that we do here at Ardell. Which is so well, cool. There are a lot of them minimally invasive, too, and things that yeah. they don't have to. It's not about, you know, cutting, le- your cutting you open, open and going. Like, usually yeah. there's things they can do with, like, t- small wires. And we have mm-hmm. a lot of those services. If Actually, if you pick up this month's Art of Living magazine, it's a feature on our Heart and Vascular Center. It really gets into, like, the types of things you may not realize are so close to home that can really save your life. That's right. Yeah. And these, uh, like you talk about uh, the, uh, the new emergency department, uh, these are... Uh, very well trained, very experienced uh, doctors, physicians, yes. PAs, techs, all that good stuff. And I think we would be amiss to not give a shout out to our heart and vascular center staff because mm-hmm. they are amazing and they do a great job. And we love all of the providers up there and they do a fantastic job. But without that staff to back them up, you know, they, they couldn't, wouldn't be as successful as they are. And so they've got a great, great team up there. And I'm sure anybody who has, you know, unfortunately had to to be in right. that sort of circumstance because nobody wants to go to a heart and vascular center you right. know right. um they've you know we we get great feedback all the time from from that area so that's good it's, it's good wonderful. we have someone like tori so i was going to say victoria but i didn't do it. uh hudgens and so uh, thanks so much for 
uh, coming by to be with us today. Sure, it was my pleasure. It's always good to know. Now, if I see, what floor do you are you normally on? Are I, you out? I am bed? everywhere. Okay, <laughs> I'm everywhere. But the Heart and Vascular Center is located on our second floor. So you know ah. we've we've been doing a lot of renovations at Iredell over the yes, past year have. and are continuing. In fact, soon we're going to be renovating the lobby of our emergency department area. Okay, so that'll be a big change, but. Um, we recently were all getting pretty close to being done with the renovations in the heart and vascular center. And there's a beautiful new lobby. And so most people who need to access that, their easiest way is to come in the main entrance of the hospital. Mm-hmm. They just jump on that elevator right there in the main lobby and go oh. to floor two. Okay. And when the doors open up, there's this big, beautiful sign that says Iredell Heart and Vascular Center. And you're, you're right there. So. Points to Tory this way. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's right. All right. Well, uh, always good good news and good things coming from uh, Iredell Health System. Thank you so much, Latoya. Thank you. Always good to see you. Fantastic. All right. So, uh, Megan, again, thanks so much. Thank you. Always good. Hey, thank you again. You're welcome. Pleasure. Always good.